0: My name is Martin. I'm an alcoholic and a cocaine addict. The morning of October 19th 1982, a power, God, the force, the absolute, the unknown, whatever you want to call it, separated me from alcohol and cocaine. And it is that power and that power alone that has kept me separated. In spite of times in which in my arrogance I think there's some things I can do to bring that about. The first nine steps are a vehicle to do what the 10 step says, which is to enter the world of the spirit. We have an illness that is beyond human aid and, and our solution is spiritual, spirituality. The first nine steps are just a vehicle so that you can have some sense of what it means to go through life with an awakened spirit. second step says I commenced my spiritual growth after you've done a fifth step it says you've had certain spiritual beliefs but now you begin to have the spiritual experience if you're sitting in here and haven't done a fifth step you're not having one you haven't had one if you believe what the big book says and then you get to the tenth step and it says we've entered the world of the spirit what does that mean? is that just happy horseshit words? (laughs) no oh no Oh no, not at all That's a very real deal The closing speaker on on Monday And my whole talk is going to be on steps 10, 11, and 12 That's it I'm a resident of the world of the spirit There's a great book called The Spirituality of Imperfection You should get it It's written about people like us And there's one sentence in there That sums me and you up And it's both vivid and it's vulgar And here's what it says Man is a God that shits That sums us up. This sums me up. I walk around with an awakened spirit having this incredible thing called a human experience. It's awesome deal. I'm going to read a couple things from a couple books. You get to the 11th step. The 11th step says, go out and see what religious people are doing and have done. We're giving you carte blanche, man. Go see what these people are doing fascinating stuff out there I want to read a couple things this man named Anthony DeMello 11 step practices it's called spirituality means waking up most people even though they do not know it are asleep they're born asleep they live asleep they marry in their sleep they breed children in their sleep they die in their sleep without ever waking up they never understand the loveliness and the beauty of this thing we call human existence you know all mystics, catholic, christian, non-christian, no matter what their theology, no matter what their religion they're all unanimous in one thing that all is well, all is well though everything is a mess all is well strange paradox to be sure But tragically, most people never get to see that all is well because they're asleep. They're having a nightmare. Waking up is unpleasant, you know. You're nice and comfortable in bed. It's irritating to be woken up. Some of my pals, Chris and Mickey, they go around waking people up and it really pisses them off. That's the reason the wise guru will not attempt to wake people up. I hope I'm going to be wise here and make no attempt whatsoever to wake you up if you're asleep. It's really none of my business, even though I may say to you at times, wake up. My business is to do my thing to dance my dance. If you profit from it, fine, and if you don't, too bad. As the Arabs say, the nature of rain is the same, but it makes thorns grow in the marshes and flowers in the gardens. Now, you're alcoholics and drug addicts, and I know you like stories, so I'm going to read two, three stories true spirituality the master was asked what is spirituality he said spirituality is that which succeeds in bringing one to inner transformation but if i apply the traditional methods handed down by the masters is that not spirituality it is not spirituality if it does not perform its function for you a blanket is no longer a blanket if it does not keep you warm I was talking to my pal Mickey after Chris spoke, and we were talking about the concept of powerlessness. Let me tell you my experience. I don't want what 95% of the people in CA have because they drink and use again. <laughs> don't let anyone read your big book for you. Know what's in the book. It's a precise, specific, clear-cut set of directions to have a revolutionary spiritual experience which nobody can have for you if you want what five percent of the people ultimately get which is they get clean and sober stay that way and die that way then you're going to have to do what we do now, now don't ever misunderstand something if spiritual living was easy there would be ten thousand people in this room and thirty thousand at this convention it's not it's not Mickey and I work with a population that they don't even like in 12-step 12 12 fellowships anymore. They're called chronic relapses, retreads. We say dumb shit to people like that, like, well, I guess he just didn't want it. If he really wanted it, he'd be clean and sober. I've never relapsed. I attract those people like flies to a fly swatter. They're not not the ones you want to work with. they got a ton of knowledge, none of which is working. The four favorite words are I know and yes, but. They can't put any time together. I love them. I call them best of the best. Been to treatment anywhere from six to 15 times in halfway houses and in and out. What's that about? Step one, powerlessness. Powerlessness. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna take 60 seconds to qualify myself. I don't want you to think that I came to Scottsdale to go to a Kiwanis club and I wandered here by mistake. It's not what happened. This sums up powerlessness, and the tragedy for a guy like me is this is going on and I'm not awake to it. There's a story. I love stories. And there's a story, and this this is about step one, and it's about being asleep. But I got a friend, he loves to hunt ducks. And one day this dog shows up, and he takes this dog duck hunting, and he shoots a duck, and this duck, or this dog, walks on water and gets this dog, and about blew this guy's mind, rubbing his eyes, you know, and he shoots another duck, and this dog walks on water. He did that four times, the guy, it was amazing to him. And he went home, and he couldn't hardly contain himself, and he had a neighbor who was a drunk drunken dope fiend. He liked to hunt too, so the next day, he took this drunken dope fiend hunting with him. He didn't say a word to him about this dog, right? So they each shoot a duck, and this dog walks across the water, and he gets that duck and brings it back. Did that four, five, six, seven times. This drunken dopey, and he said a word, and finally the guy says to him, "Do you notice anything strange about that dog? He said, Yeah, the damn dog can't swim. (laughs) Now, how in hell do you take a guy like me that's got a dog walking on water, and I'm sitting there saying, The damn dog can't swim, and expect me to understand what's wrong with me? The damn dog can't swim. But I've been on a cocaine run and drinking five days. And this is my story, because our behavior patterns vary. And thank God I was living with a gal who was paramedic. I came home five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. She was waiting. And I went into what they later call respiratory failure. That's where your lungs decide to shut down. When your lungs decide to shut down, your heart's going to shut down, your brain's going to shut down. And I died, I don't know how long, some of my friends contend a long time, but probably somewhere between a minute or two, my heart stopped, and she being a paramedic had that thing, that kit, the paramedic's steering, and she takes a needle of nitro and jams it in my heart, and I sat up, just like that movie Pulp Fiction, look down, i got this needle sticking out of my chair, heart, i got the biggest rush going on I've ever had in my life. Those of you that ain't done, try nitroglycerin someday. And I kind of look around, and they call 911, and the paramedics come and they put me on a helicopter flight for life type thing, I'm riding outside the helicopter. Now I spent 13 and a half months in Vietnam, I saw that shit all the time, and I get to experience it <laughs> living in the good old U.S. of A. So they diagnosed me with respiratory failure and alcoholic poisoning. and five days later I get out of the hospital. And this mind said to me, we need to go get a drink. You know, that was somewhat of a harrowing experience. And I went and got a drink, and I was snorting cocaine that night. My God, you're going to sit down and talk to me about powerlessness. You better have some clarity. You better know what's wrong with you. See, there isn't any sense talking about spirituality or spiritual living to any alcoholic and doping unless they are convinced to their innermost self they're a real alcoholic. Why? Because they'll give you 97 reasons why it's too difficult. See, it's a simple deal for me. I was listening to, I love to listen to music, I love the blues, and I'm listening to Stevie Ray Vaughan the other day in that song, Crossfire. See? He says, I'm stranded, caught in a crossfire. You come into Alcoholics Anonymous and CA, and here's what we say. And by God, it's a crossfire. You doomed to die, the alcoholic get there, living a spiritual basis. That's a crossfire. If you don't ever get a chance to be convinced through your innermost self what powerlessness means and that you're a real alcoholic and a real drug addict, you'll never seek spiritual living. Steps 2 through 12 have never been about 2 through 12 for me. They've been about 1. And the truth is, that I didn't even begin to look at that till I was three years in AA. I got sober before CA was in existence. Most of my teachers came from AA, the big book. But I'm three years in this program before a man who cared more about my life than he did about my feelings said to me, Son, I didn't have white hair and beard then. He said, "Son, I get this sense you don't have a clue what's wrong with you." Then you know our standard defense. What do you mean? See, because I listen to you talk in meetings. You don't. You don't, You sound like a babbling idiot. He offended my feelings. He said, "Would you like to find out what's wrong with you?" See, because I've been doing middle of the road, going to meetings. And Media makers make it. I've never sat down with anyone to be able to experience what happened to me long before I came into aid, what it means to be powerless, what it really means that I'm 100% a hundred percent help helpless apart from divine help. I call that dying the alcoholic cocaine addicts death. And when I'm working with somebody, the tool that I use is the big book, the first fifty three pages. We turn statements into questions. I have them lay their experience alongside that to find out their truth. And in the middle of that journey, they're still looking at me sometimes saying, that damn dog can't swim. And I love it finally, and there's nothing I can do to make this happen. It's got to happen for them like it happened for me. One day they look at me and say, my God, Mark, that dog is walking on water. I say, yeah, I know that. And I never have to worry about them from that moment on. Because at that point in time they are convinced to their most selves they're a real alcoholic and a real cocaine addict. And let me tell you what else at that point in time. They're very clear on something. Their sponsor ain't going to keep them sober. And the program ain't going to keep them sober. And the book ain't going to keep them sober. they got to have power. And they ain't going to debate with you anymore about that Power. When I had my experience with that, I became a seeker of power. You think I'm going to debate with you anymore about what you want to call the power? God, Jesus, Buddha, I don't care what you call it, I needed it. I'm an alcoholic and cocaine addict in Norwegian, but I'm not an idiot. When I saw my truth, when I experienced my truth, when I became convinced to my innermost self, I said, I need power. The first nine steps are courses of action I take to awaken to the fact that I have a spirit. Steps four through nine are about being rid of self. Let me explain some of the delusions that we bring into Alcoholics Anonymous and Cocaine Anonymous. Imagine that you and I are fish swimming in water and imagine that the water is God. And imagine the year new, and one day guys like Mickey or Chris or myself and a few other pals we got, we go swimming by this new guy, and we say, man, isn't the water fantastic? And we go on by, he said, yeah, it is, and we go on by, he turns to his friend he says, what the hell is water? See? What the hell is water? I want you to think about this a minute. Now, I don't know what kind of God you understand or what kind of God you've had an experience with, but I can tell you mine. That God is no different right now, this moment, than that God was when I was drinking and doing cocaine. So what's happened? God didn't change. All that has happened is once I became convinced of what was wrong with me and my need for power, I pursued a course of action to wake up to the fact that I'm always surrounded by water that it's closer than breathing, and I don't have to seek anything and I don't have to find anything, I just have to wake up to what's already present. you hear the speaker last night? She asked a question. I don't have to ask this question anymore of this friend of hers. Why did you relapse? What does the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous say to you and I? We stay sober based on what? Fit spiritual condition. Period. End of statement. I relapse because I'm not in fit spiritual condition. My book doesn't say anything about a job, a car, a money, blah, 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 blah. It says there's one condition and one condition only. Am I in fit spiritual condition? The book has shown me how to do that. And when you're convinced that you're a real alcoholic and a real drug addict, on a daily basis, you will pursue a course of action to ensure you're in fit spiritual condition. And you know why? Chris talked about it this morning, because I don't know what the day looks like when this mind may take me to what is lovingly called in our big book, a strange mental blank spot. For those of you who are going to think through the drink or the line, consider this, in a strange mental blank thought, there is no thought at all. See, I had an experience with that. So on a daily basis, I pursue a course of action to maintain fit spiritual condition. Now here's another trap. Here's the trap. God's keeping me sober. God's the reason I'm not doing cocaine. There's a trap in there. You know what the trap is? You don't have to do shit. See, a lot of people get drunk on that. If God is everything, and what I've experienced to date tells me God is everything, then is God a part of that? Yes. But my book is very clear to me what I have to do. I'm responsible for my fed spiritual condition, not God. And the book has been very clear with me about what that's about. But if you don't understand what's wrong with you in step one, you'll give me reasons why you cannot do that. Those of you are still Monday, I'm going to talk at length about the strict spiritual disciplines of the 10th, 11th, and 12th step and my current practices with those. Spend an hour every morning, seven days a week in prayer and meditation. I work with the disciplines of 10, 11, and 12 throughout the course of my whole day. I'm awake today. I do a written evening review and an evening meditation. I rework the first nine steps a minimum of once a year. Those are the things that I do to maintain fit spiritual condition, which is not God's responsibility. It is mine. And I love doing them. I love doing them. Because I know what's wrong with me. I'm a real alcoholic. I'm a real cocaine addict. And I'm going to die. Listen, don't ever kid yourself. I've worked in the field of substance abuse since 1991, worked with well over 10,000 alcoholics and drug addicts. Most die of alcoholism and drug addiction. Most. Step one. For God's sake, if you haven't had an experience, if you're not convinced your innermost self, that you are powerless over alcohol and drugs and there's absolutely nothing you can do on your power, you find someone who's clear on that and by God, you get your truth. You get your truth. Tired of burying alcoholics and cocaine addicts. It's so unnecessary. Why? Because the program of AA and CA is about the power of God in your life. Big book is full of it. You'll be given new power, peace, happiness, a sense of direction. Tenth step, you will have entered the world of the spirit. You'll have a new sixth sense. You know what it is? Conscious contact with God. You're in a position of neutrality. What does that mean? Powerful shit. I've recovered and been given the power to help others. God Almighty, people ought to be coming to our meetings and leaving on fire. But they're not. They're not back to the 5% and the 95%. It is about power. It's about the power of God in your life.